If George Washington were alive today, I 100% guarantee Joe Biden would try to throw him in jail. That's 100%. He'd be, he'd send Merrick Garland with a search warrant and the F, the FBI would be at, they'd be at Mount Vernon, you know, like, let us, Martha, let us in. We have a search warrant. And then they'd be, and then what would happen is, you know, uh, George Washington would be tweeting, the FBI is raiding my beautiful home at Mount Vernon. They've rifled through my wife's knicker drawer. Martha's unmentionables are strewn everywhere. Why would they do that? What were they looking for? And then, of course, you know, the FBI would say, well, we believe you took some documents from the White House when you left, uh, when you left, you know, office. And he'd be like, I've, and George Washington would be like, I, I declassified all of those scrolls before I left, before I left the White, it wasn't even the White House because the White House wasn't even constructed till 1800. But before I left the presidency, I declassified every scroll and those, those are my personal belongings. You have no right. Uh, it's unconstitutional. <laughs> so anyway, that's what, that's what we, Joe Biden. I mean, if you think about it, the way Joe Biden's describing the Republican party today, the way Joe Biden's describing all of these people, he 100% would have attacked George Washington, gone after him, would have gone after the sons of Liberty. He would have attacked them on the basis of being militant extremists, domestic terrorists. I mean, think about the definition that Joe Biden gives to MAGA extremists. First of all, these guys are armed. That's the other thing. He would have gone after, he would have gone after George Washington and his guns. What do you need? A, what do you need a musket with four balls? You got a four ball musket. What do you, what do you, the deer wearing Kevlar vests? That's exactly what Joe Biden would have said. He would have said, you don't need a musket with all that firepower. Why do you need, why do you need, why do you need all like a whole, a whole, you know, cow sack full of powder. That's way too much. You get one shot. That's it. But, uh, and he would have, you know, and like George Washington hung out in the woods with a bunch of dudes who wanted to, who wanted to be free and who wanted to live free and thought that their leader was a tyrannical dictator, which he was. And they, you know, they did shady stuff, man. The fathers of this country did some shady stuff. They were, they were like the middle of the night is when they crossed the Delaware. Remember they, it was ice cold, freezing cold. They wanted to sneak attack the British and they got on the boats and they crossed the Delaware. And they, I mean that, that they were rabble rousers throwing the tea in the Harbor. That's serious stuff. I mean, that's not just, you know, you think they think January 6th was an insurrection. They think January 6th was some kind of horrible event that overthrew our country. They wouldn't have survived. If Joe Biden thinks January 6th is a bad thing, Man, what if he should have waited till, uh, you know, Valley Forge or Yorktown? Or what about what happened in Concord with the shot that heard around the world that started the whole damn thing? He would have had a heart attack. He wouldn't have been able to handle it. Thank God Joe Biden wasn't president uh, back during the Revolutionary War. He was alive, but he was too young. He was too young to be president. Hey, listen, before we get into the nitty gritty, I do want to thank you for a couple of reasons. Number one, this podcast continues to climb the charts. There's actually just one chart for podcasts, but it's, I mean, there's a couple, but the Apple charts, the Spotify charts, it's growing and it's growing because you guys keep listening. You listen to this episode, you listen to all the episodes. I think some of you are sharing these episodes with people and I appreciate that. Um, there's one gentleman who every day, and I don't know how he does it. I got to figure it out. Every day he takes a clip of this podcast and he posts it on his Instagram, which is fantastic. And I try to share it whenever I remember. I know you people are putting it on Twitter as well, which is great. And the comments that you're leaving me, I, I just want to share a couple of these because um, 
And they really make me feel good. And it makes me realize that, that you're enjoying what we're doing here in Mark K saves the Republic. Bev C 53 said, love Mark. He is animated and funny and always truthful. I'm so glad he loves our country and defends it through his radio show and podcasts. He really is a true patriot. Thanks, Mark. Well, Bev, Bev C 53. Thank you so much too. I really, uh, I really do love all those things. I love this country and I love defending it. And while I may not be the most muscular or threatening looking person, you know, if you, if you met me on the field of battle, you might snicker a little bit and be like, I could totally take this guy. Well, that may be the case. I do, however, have the ability to hopefully inspire and instruct and, and enlighten and, uh, and energize, um, other patriots, you know, to, uh, to make sure that we're all still fighting in any way we can to protect this country. And thank you so much for that review. I love it. Uh, Disharu, which is a great name. Disharu wrote love. Oh, your podcast is the great, which I love. I love that. Your podcast is the great, uh, love the podcast. Don't miss a day of it during the week. Gets my day started off on a good note. It's just the start. Wait, I just lost my page. Sorry. It's just the start of information that everyone needs to know. Keep telling the truth. Keep getting everything straight. It's the only podcast I listen to because you're all about truth and information uh, on just about everything. Thank you for being great. Hear you next in the show, which is also great. So a lot of people, and I knew this was going to happen, and and that's exactly what a lot of people, they listen to the podcast, this one every morning, and I try to get it out in the morning. I try to get it out, like I said, usually before 9, 930, uh, sometimes technologically or because of kids and school, it, it's a little later, but sometime in the morning before the show. And then, of course, you've got the entire Mark K show. If you're not familiar with that, you can listen to it, uh, stream it from noon to three. You can you can watch it later on Newsmax, all that kind of stuff. Let's do one more here real quick. KC Soup, KC Soup, who might be from Kansas City or it could just be named like Christina Catherine or or Ken Kristovich. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Mark puts gold in the truth. I wonder if that's a, I wonder if that's a, uh, an homage to Birch Gold. Mark does an amazing job of bringing truth into the world where the left melt and cry when truth is spoken. His ability to bring the knowledge each day has helped me be able to stand up to those who are against me. Oh, that's great. That's all I ever wanted. And Mark brings the humor, which is something we definitely need in this fight to save the Republic. Keep bringing the gold, Mark. Casey Soup, I appreciate it. I will, I will definitely keep bringing the gold. And I will definitely, and that's exactly what I'm hoping for. That's exactly what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that I bring the knowledge and the entertainment and the inspiration every single day and the humor, and that it gives you the ability. It makes me able to stand up to those who are against me because so many people for so long have known that they've been ridiculed for their ideas. They've been put down for their beliefs. They've been uh, made to feel ashamed of loving this country and the United States of America and, and wanting to do the best for it. And, uh, and they just need to know that there's other people out there that feel the same way. And we are here. We do. We feel the same way. We feel your pain. And we are not going to let anyone attack you. And if you need any help at all, if you need any information on how to stand up to these people or how to feel energized or how to beat them back, because look, it used to be, and this is where it really gets sad. This is the saddest thing about Joe Biden. There's a lot of sad things about Joe Biden. Saddest, first saddest thing is the man himself, the way he looks the way he acts, his inability to you know, speak and think and, and walk from point A to point B without anyone directing him where the hell he's supposed to go. Uh, you know, he's a very sad looking individual. His story is very sad. 
you know, he could have had this, this, this great life with political, uh, you know, he could have done some amazing things politically, but instead he just used his position to, to bolster his family's fortunes and his, his own, uh, you know, personal, uh, personal, what do you call it? Like ambitions. He, uh, you know, he could have gone in, into the Senate for years and fought for this country and fought w- w- for what was right. But instead he became a racist. He became a racist in his speeches. He became a racist in his friendships. He became a racist. He attacked uh, what new, I mean, he attacked, it was Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas when he was nominated, um, you know, relentlessly the way I've never seen if a white senator attacked a black Supreme Court justice today, the way Joe Biden did uh, back in the day for Clarence Thomas, they would have been canceled. Um, but Joe Biden, for whatever reason, you know, sold, sold his soul to the devil. And we know that too, because he also claims to be a Catholic, but he's one of the most abortion friendly presidents we've ever had, probably abortion friendly politicians we've ever had, which is sad. <clears throat> the man sells out his country. He sells out his political office. He sells out his religion. He sells out his God. He sells out his beliefs all so that he can live in a multi-million dollar mansion on the beach, all so that he can have stockpiles of cash, all so that he can help his son, not the one he liked, but the one he got left with, uh, all that so he could help his son, um, you know, get out of this drug addled existence and, and, you know, try to find something to do in his life. Unfortunately, what he was doing was selling access to the highest levels of our government. So it's very, very sad. But one of the saddest things about Joe Biden is not the wasted time in Washington or this you know, potentially criminal path that he's gone down by choice. But the saddest thing is how he treats Americans, how he treats his fellow Americans, Americans that he claimed he was going to be the president of, Americans that he claimed he was going to look after. Uh, he's failed on every aspect. He failed on the economy. He failed on the military. He failed on keeping us safe. He failed on the border. There's not one accomplishment you can point to for Joe Biden, except, you know, making this country more liberal, making it more of a socialist country. If you're talking about destroying our capitalist society and moving us toward a more socialist uh, existence, then okay, yeah, huge success. Give him a medal. Give him the medal of dishonor for that because he definitely earned it. But when it comes to actually, the, uh, you know, of fulfilling the, the American ideals, he's failed miserably. And the worst thing, the saddest thing to me is how Joe Biden continues to attack Americans, Republicans, conservatives, Donald Trump supporters, ultra MAGA, Whatever, and not just him, but him and his entire staff. Corinne Jean Pierre's doing it. You've got uh, Eric Swalwell doing it. You've got all these people on the Democrat Party. They're all following the lead of their commander in thief, and they are they are now just heralding going into the midterms and going into 2024. This idea that half the country are bad people, are terrorists, are militants, are irresponsible, hate America. I mean, it's really. It's really god awful and it's a really sad thing to do cuz you can lead people who didn't vote for you without writing them off. You can lead people who have different ideas than you do without, you know, uh telling you know, without basically belittling them or insulting them or making them feel like they are less of a person. You don't have to criminalize somebody with different thoughts. Uh well, unless you're Joe Biden because you have no other you have no other recourse. You have no other chance to win any other election. This whole party is, is toasted, man. They've, they've ruined this country. They've shown their cards. We, you know, they've, they've implanted these, these teachers and these educators who have no purpose. Uh, to, they don't want to teach your kids about reading and writing and arithmetic. They want to teach your kids to be liberals. They want to indoctrinate them. So 20 years down the road, they're voting for Democrats. And we see that every single day. James O'Keefe, our good buddy, 
is doing that kind of stuff, you know, doing those projects with Project Veritas. And there are other people out there and we try to expose it as well. People are starting to see what the Democrats are. And the only recourse they have is to look at somebody who's a a patriotic, hardworking, uh, liberty-loving, freedom-defending American who loves the Constitution and wants to live uh, as free as possible, making the best decisions for themselves and their family and their livelihoods and their posterity in the greatest country in the world with the strongest military and the strongest borders and the strongest economy and a police force that's going to help keep us safe. There's a lot of people out there that want to do that. And Joe Biden is, they're not going to vote for Joe Biden. They're not going to support these Democrat ideals. They're good Christian conservatives, combative Christian conservatives. And Joe Biden knows that they are a detriment and really uh, the downfall of him and his entire and him and his entire ideology. So he has to make people feel that they are bad for feeling the way they do. That's why he says he's going to attack you with F-15s. If you think if you think you can overthrow the government with your gun, you need an F-15. Yet at the same time, he's calling a bunch of unarmed Americans who didn't even have guns insurrectionists. Um, it's really he's he's going to go on stage tonight because it's Thursday. I don't know when you're listening to this, but he's going to go on stage tonight in in Philadelphia at Independence Hall, sadly, and he's going to attack half of the country. He's going to say we're in a fight for the soul of America, and in doing so, he's going to try to he's going to try to divide this country into two and start a new civil war. Uh, because that's the only way he feels that him and his party can survive. And that's why if George Washington were alive today, Joe Biden would try to take him out because Joe Biden would call him an extreme ultra MAGA conservative. That's exactly what any would have tried to throw him in jail. Now, the good news is George Washington probably would have been able to kick his ass. So I wouldn't worry too much. I wouldn't worry too much about him. Hey, thanks again for all the great comments. And thanks so much for listening to this podcast every single day. If you'd like to share this with uh, somebody that, you know, loves America, I'm sure they'd love to hear it. And if you want to share with somebody who may be confused about what America really is and what it should be and what our leaders should be doing and saying, then definitely share it with that person because they need a good kick in the, they need a good kick in the pants. And I got my, and I got my pants kicking boots on today and I'm ready to go.